Live from 33 East, Ida B. Wells Drive, this is The Ryan Pollock Show on 88.1 WCRX-FM. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! The Ryan Pollock Show. I'll write it and we'll do it live! The Ryan Pollock Hey, welcome to another edition of the Ryan Pollock Show here on WCRX FM. As always, we have another local Chicago musician in the studio today, and it's going to be great because she's the lead singer of the band who was named Best Blues Jazz Band of 2014 at the Chicago Independent Music Awards. She's opened for Smash Mouth, you know the band, you know, Hey Now You're an All-Star, Cold War Kids, and Andy Grammer. She's performed at some of the biggest venues here in Chicago and all across the country. You, You wish you had half the voice that she has because it's amazing she performs both under her own name and as the lead singer of Honey in the 45s and let me tell you the Ryan Pollock show is buzzing today it's Christina Catone live on the Ryan Pollock show I took a step into the soap wide empty room I look a mess, but I guess you feel that way too I'm so afraid of what this memory might bring We both love hard, so why are we still suffering? La 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 love, you got me like a rolling summer wave La 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 love, you got me when the earth begins to shake. Oh, 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 you got me and my hips won't stop. Oh, 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 you got me and my lips won't stop. And on that same day that you wrote my name on a postcard that you made. I was looking for a damn postage stamp that I never, ever found. So if you read my unsent letter, please remember me that way. As a girl who loved you from afar with something left to say. La, 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 love, you got me like a rolling summer wave. La, 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 love, you got me when the earth begins to shake. Oh. Took a step into the soap white empty room. I look a mess, but I guess you feel that way too. La 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 love, you got me like a rolling summer wave. La 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 love, you got me when the earth begins to shake. Oh oh oh, oh you got me and my hips won't stop. Oh. Oh, 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 you got me and my lips won't stop. Mm. La, 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 love, you got me and my lips won't stop. Mm. 
Christina Catone on the Ryan Pollock Show. How are you? Welcome to the hey, show. Thank you so much for having me. What an intro, too. Yeah, and we're already... Oh, that's nothing. I can just type words all day. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's very impressive. That's a great song. I, you were playing that for me out in the lobby, and I knew I was like, this is going to be one hell of a show. Like, this is going to be great. <laughs> uh, we're already rolling with the punches. We had a little bit of an issue there, huh? We had a little bit of a technical issue, but that's all right. We, we got the microphones going, and... Uh, no, no bad chord can stop a great sounding exactly. musician like yourself. <laughs> and hey, thanks for the the suggestion in the lobby. I I tried to implement that little chord change. Yeah, she's probably like, "What the hell? This little <laughs> this little punk is coming. I'm coming into his show, and then he's already telling me suggestions about my music. Uh, yeah, little little piece of something. Uh, let Let's start with who you are. We jumped right into a song. That's that's what I like to do on this show. Just jump right into everything. So we jumped right into a song. But let's learn a little bit about you and the voice behind the song. Sure. Yes. Yeah, so I'm Christina Gattoni. And like you said, I'm the singer for Honey and the 45s. Um, but I've always been just a, a songwriter. So in the last couple of years, I've been going out a little bit on my own, even though it scares me and uh, playing some solo shows and writing some music that I think will serve more of a solo project. Um, and so the song you just heard, La La Love, I'm actually going to be recording uh, with an engineer, uh, Dan Silverman. So, yeah, it's exciting, exciting to do both. Yeah, yeah, you get a good, good mix of both. And uh, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna save that later um, in the show and ask you this question. So it's great that you brought this up. What is the difference for you? Is it tougher to be on your own? I mean, do you feel more exposed and um, and just kind of out there? And it's more of your feelings and you're really taking action for the art. You know, if you kind of, if you mess up with the band, the whole ship goes down, <laughs> but you're kind of on your own lifeboat, uh, in the middle of an ocean. What, what's that like? That's a really good analogy. I mean, that's exactly right. So, um, when you're playing with a band, you know, you're getting the energy from the band and you can sort of hide, um, behind the band. So, um, the audience, even though, you know, you're singing the words, they don't necessarily think it's your personal story. But if you are singing alone on stage and you're solo, everybody knows it's your song. And, um, you know, there's nothing to hide behind. Yeah, except that microphone yeah. and just the guitar. <laughs> that microphone has never looked so skinny before. I have before. long hair. Yeah. <laughs> that microphone, you get up there and it's like thin as paper. You're like, oh, I thought this was a little bit wider than this. Um, but this, I think you're the first artist in on the show, not that I've had hundreds, but the first artist in on the show that does their own uh, solo career and with a band. And this is going to be fun to kind of feed off of both of those and, and get that, that uh, you have the good experience of both. Cool. So, yeah, this will be good. I, I was going to ask you, um, who do you sound like? Because I, I, I've been playing your music since we met, met just not even that long ago, but I've been playing music. I'm trying to figure out what your voice, who you sound like. Who do you think you sound like? I mean, that's such a hard question because I would like to think I sound like people I really, really like, but I don't know if that, there's truth to it. Well, who is it? Um, but I, you know, I would say if I had to categorize um, a mix of like 
Amy Winehouse, Ingrid Michaelson, and Laura Marling. Okay. Maybe not in terms of like the, the, the guitar playing, but some of the vocal textures. That's what I would love to think. <laughs> but I don't know. What is your... Uh, what resonates for you? I I honestly had no, I had nothing. I, I I put down who do you sound like, and I always put a dash after it, and then I always put who I think the artist that I have in sounds like. Um, I I had nothing for you, which is good. Like you sounded like someone to me, but I couldn't put my finger on who. And I think that 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 speaks to um that what you're going for. You want to sound good, and you want to sound like somebody, but. Not anybody that you could just be like, oh, this just sounds like, you know. <laughs> well, good. Amy Thank Winehouse. You. or Yeah. Yeah. So it's good that you're able to draw that inspiration, but you're still able to uh, be different than them. Uh, now, for the Honey and the 45s, who do you guys, who do you think that you collectively sound like? Because I have somebody down for this. Hmm. I'm really curious to hear yours, but I guess I'll go first. Um, we used to kind of say, you know, we're soul rock, that we would be like, Alabama Shakes meets Amy Winehouse because we have those kind of jazz blues undertones and some of the things that we play. But we've really kind of flipped genre. We, you know, we've we've played a lot of different genres over the course of the time that we've been together. Um, so I'm not... Who do, you, who do you think Honey in the 45 sound like? I put, and maybe you've never heard of this band, but Lake Street Dive. Oh my gosh. We just covered one of their songs, Good Kisser. Oh, they're, yeah. they're incredible. I love them. Yeah, yeah that's, that's who I thought. But then I still thought... But you guys are different than them uh, in other aspects. But that was the closest thing that I could I could find, uh, which is good. I mean, you don't want you don't want it to be like oh, that. Just sounds like this band that I've already heard a billion times, and sounds like a billion other bands. And yeah. you guys have a really unique sound. Cool. We I mean we dig Lake Street Dive too. They they have some really interesting like time signature changes, and you know they're just really talented musicians. So I saw them, I at front row seats because there was general admission and it was an aarp event <laughs> so it was me and a bunch of 70 year olds and uh got man i got right up there i like speed walked right to the front you know didn't have to take anybody's hips out or anything how did the audience like the show they were there to see oh, bruce hornsby this is mm-hmm. you know the piano player mm-hmm. <laughs> There's that cleaning lady. That cleaning lady comes in every week. I want to know her. I know. I, we need to bring her in here. Uh, hey, if you're listening in the radio or uh, in your car on the radio, you can tune into our Facebook Live because uh, it's it's up and you can see this famous cleaning lady that comes in every week right during the middle of my show. I need to call her in here and interview her. Uh, at Chicago's Underground on Facebook, 88.1 on the radio, we're interviewing Christina Catone. Lead singer of Honey in the 45s. They're doing a lot of great things. We've got a lot of great things coming up on The Ryan Pollock Show, but we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Ryan Pollock Show. Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including The Career Class, hosted by professors Flora Bernetti and Lisa Hopkins Newell. The Career Class is about chasing success in contemporary America, fueling motivation and aspiration, and striving for growth in individuals' careers. Check it out. Um, But this chapter really kind of flipped me into thinking about you know, seeking out people who are thinking differently. They, they're not in agreement with me. And instead of dismissing them, like, oh, okay, thanks, um, embracing them and going, talk to me a little bit about our difference, our disagreement, and using it as a way to learn something and adding it onto your knowledge instead of rejecting it, going, okay, they don't agree with me. They don't see my vision. You know, they're not available wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Ryan Pollock Show. 
This is the Ryan Pollock Show, and we're joined today by Christina Catone, local Chicago musician, lead singer of the 45s, Honey in the 45s, and lead singer of her own solo career. She's killing it in both aspects. Um, she's in, we're playing some tunes, talking about some of her music. 2014, the Honey in the 45s, they were called, what was it, the best blues jazz, jazz. in Chicago? Yeah, by the Chicago Independent Music Awards. That was a fun night. That that sounds like it. Uh, did you get to go up? Did you give a little speech? Did you? We get did. To... We performed that night too. It was at the Field Museum, which was super cool um, to perform there. Um, yes, I think they're still going on. I think they're ongoing. I'm not sure. Um, you know when it is this year, but yeah, we we took blues, jazz, and we've sort of morphed. You know, we still have those undertones, but we've sort of morphed into more soul rock now. Yeah, yeah. I was I was going to talk about your your two albums that you have out too, um, Mad and The Need, which are available anywhere yeah. you can find your music at, and and they're good. Uh, they're good because they're different from each other. I've known, and maybe I'll get your thoughts on it before I insert my sure. thoughts on them. Uh, but what what was the inspiration behind The Need? Like, this is your first album that you guys release. You don't. Maybe you don't know each other as a band as tightly yet, at least in the in the studio. How did you guys kind of put that together, and how did you collaborate, you know, as as a band on your first album? Sure. So the first album really was sort of a hodgepodge, um, and I think that you'll see that big market difference between the first one and the second one. The second one we had like key themes we were going for throughout. Um, and so some of them were just songs I had written in college that I brought to the band. So there was a little bit of that folk singer songwriter element in some of the songs. Um, and then others, we were just like jamming, you know, like I got the need and extra, extra. Um, and so there really is, it's a very eclectic album. Um, so that, that first album was, uh, it's, it's still one of our favorites because we recorded it, um, at our, drummer at the time Chris Cusick had a recording studio and we really took our time and um, there's like a ballad on there called Believe and our bassist played an upright bass and you know our um, violinist saxophonist at the time you know layered several different um, you know different layers and we had kind of a string section on that song so it was a really fun album to make Um, also when you're like first sort of starting out and defining your sound as a band anything goes and that's kind of the approach we took to that album um and then the second album mad we actually did a kickstarter for and we really talked about the different themes that we were exploring um and we tried to to stick with you know those kind of undertones we went through maybe like 16 different songs and then ended up only recording seven for the for the uh, kind of a longer ep um, and we were really happy with, with that second album. We recorded it at Ivy Lab Studios. Um, and we actually had another album come out um, at the end of 2000, or no, at the beginning of 2017 called Speak. It's just a four-song EP, actually. Um, and that one is um, great. We really played around with um, horn arrangements. Our, our lead guitarist wrote those horn arrangements and um, had a guest um, rapper named Pinky Ring um, do a verse on our title track speak, which is pretty powerful. She's, she's amazing, a Chicago rapper. So we've, we've kind of been all over the map. Yeah, that's good. I, I wrote down for your second album, I wrote down, um, much more in your face 
than mm-hmm. the need. Because I, I could just, I, I don't know if it was the, the mix or or the way the instruments were put together, but I could tell you you guys did sound more confident, which sounds odd. I mean, it's like, how can you tell that through an album? And you might just think that I'm making that up on the spot. But I wrote it down here, much more in your face. And it sounded very more confident. And you guys like knew, knew, knew what you wanted to do. Uh, and it, it sounds like it too, if you had 16 songs and then you backed it off to seven, that's, I think shows that you guys were a little bit more critical of what you're what you're putting out and usually new bands when they when they start they think everything that they make is good (laughs) right same as artists right it's like i have i've i've wrote 10 songs and they're the best 10 (laughs) songs ever and uh and then as you progress a little bit you know you maybe you write 50 and yeah five of those are good i feel like over the course of my life i've probably written around 200 songs and i feel like i only like maybe six of them that's good though there's nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with that because yeah. that just means that you're you're critical of your art and and you're honest with yourself yeah. some people aren't honest with themselves and yeah. they release 200 songs that are <laughs> 194 that are of seven them seven minutes each <laughs> yeah 194 of them are terrible yeah. uh, so that's great yeah my my favorite song off of uh mad i, I put this in there was um the need the needs on or, the, that's on the, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm the sorry. Needs on I the have, need. uh, <laughs> yes, no, no turn on red. I'm oh, sorry. thank you. Yeah. Reading the wrong line. Here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that percussive rhythm and stuff. Yeah. If, you ha- if you haven't heard this, go on Spotify, Apple music, check them out. Honey in the 45s, Christina Catone. You have an album out yourself. I do. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So that's, uh, that album's called bow. Um, and it was inspired by the title track, um, which is about starting a new chapter. Um, you know, bowing out of, of an old chapter. And, um, so I, you know, had personal things going on at the time that I was starting fresh and I also wanted to start doing some solo music. Um, but that process was really fun. I worked with a uh, great engineer, Jeff Brakey from Good Wolf Music. And I actually had, um, some of the original Honey founding members play on that album with me. Um, Kim Kozell, Chris Cusick, and of course, like Sean Tatum and John Gould played on the album as well. So Honey in the 45, yeah, but not. Yeah. <laughs> Just under <laughs> but a different not. name. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, no, it's two, two, uh, two chances to brain yourselves there. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we're ready for another song. Sure. What song do we have this time? So this song is actually called um, Passerby, but, and you know this song, but I'm thinking of changing the title because... I recently sent it just a scratch recording to my sax player and my, you know, guitarist and drummer um, for we were playing Andersonville Midsummerfest. And um, I was like, let's throw this song in if we can. And, you know, you know, we'll play it at rehearsal. And we were playing it at a rehearsal and the sax player was like, yeah, you know, Chris, I uh, this song, it makes I want to sing that in the shower, you know, because it's got like ba ba da 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 do do. So I'm thinking of changing it to the shower song the shower song baby can i tell you i've been missing you would you give me all your loving if i need you to and i do i do oh i do i do Ba-ba-da-da-da-do-do 
I got ages of pages of stories I've been longing to tell to any passerbys. I got a heart full of heartache that's breaking my style. So come and give me loving, and I'll ba ba da 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 do do ba ba da 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 do do. Could wear it on my sleeve, or I could give you a sign. It's your loving that I need, so come love on me tonight. Forget your heart-shaped golden locks, sweet caramels and chocolates. I'm not a girl who needs a lot from you. Just ba ba da 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 do do, ba ba da 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 do do, ba ba da 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 do. The same way too, too. Ages of pages of stories I've been longing to tell to any passerby. A heart full of heartache that's breaking my style. So come and give me loving, and I'll ba ba da 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 do do. Passerby, otherwise known as the shower song, uh, pending the title approval. There, we're, we're still determining uh, what we're going to name that song. But uh, the <laughs> passerby. I, while you were playing that song, I was was wondering, how do you determine what you want to bring to the band and what you want to keep as your own? And is that is that tough? Um, because if you write a good song, if you write a song that you're happy with, and you're sitting there. You're like, wow! I really, really love this song. Let's say you just wrote the best song ever. Are you going to use that song to promote yourself, or are you going to kind of share the, you know, share the fame a bit? That that seems to like that would be a tough decision to make. So that's a good question, and yeah, I go back and forth. But I think sometimes I'll write a melody or I'll hear a melody for a song, and I'm just like, that's a honey song. You know, I just know that it needs that, like, drive and rock and, like, you know, I need the the input of, of the Honey members and I just know that that melody fits the Honey sound. Um, other times, you know, I'll write a song and I'm like, this could be a KC music song or it could be a Honey song. And what I'll do is I'll just, like, at a rehearsal for something else, I'll just kind of play it in the background. <laughs> and if I notice people are, like, you know, vibing or jamming on it, I'll suggest we do something with it. And if people are like, leave the room, <laughs> I'm like, well, it's my own song then. Yeah. You know? All right. That's a good way to test the water. Yeah. Just kind of <laughs> sprinkle it out there a bit. See is if... this inspiring anything in anyone else? And if it is, you know. Yeah. Then maybe they'll bite on it. Yeah. Yeah. What What's the creative process when you bring a song to the band? Do you, do you just, do you, I mean, do you tell them I have a song or do you just do you sit there and kind of play it a bit? And then how do you go about it? Do do you just start jamming or do you kind of tell them what you have in mind? How does that go about? So it's, it's really varied for us. Um, it is very collaborative and, um, 
you know, it, it does change. Sometimes people bring in a riff. Um, sometimes, you know, someone will bring in the other uh, female in the band, Sonia Major, has brought in a whole song. I brought in a whole song at some points. And then other times someone will just have literally one line in mind and a melody. So our newest single, One on One, I heard, you know, the, I kind of had the idea for the chorus. I need a one on one. And I brought that in. And then we all just kind of went with that one line and then you know, wrote it from there. Went from there, so, yeah. Yeah. It's really varied, yeah. That's amazing that you can, you know, you just how songs can build from one line yeah. and then into this entire thing. And uh how much of how much of the process for for recording your albums happened in the studio when it was time to to record them? Um or did you pretty much already go into the studio in mind with production wise of like we want we want the, these drums here. We want this sound. Or was a lot of that done on the on the spot? So it it has changed from album to album. Um, but uh, so with Mad, um, which we were talking about, the cool thing about that is we we had only ten days in the studio, but they were spread out over the course of like seven months. So even though we were you know only booked ten days, they were really spread out. So we had a lot of listening in between. So we got a lot of ideas through the listening, and we'd go in and tweak in the next se- se- session. Um, so that was really, really helpful. I think it's always a good idea to give yourself some space with things um, and really see how they feel after a little bit of time. Um, and then our, the last uh, album we recorded, we we did change things in the moment and sort of build things in the moment. Um, and certainly doing the, the last single we had, we worked with Dan Silberman and he was a really great engineer and flexible, and he had a lot of ideas. He kind of co-produced the song with us, and um, he even heard, like, a synth section and, like, recorded that on his own. We're like, yeah, we like that. So it was, that last single was a very collaborative process, and there wasn't, like, a you know studio time ticking every hour. Um, it was a much more, you know, fluid process. Yeah, it's always a, it's always a process, and you're right. You have to sleep on it. You know, it kind of goes back to the same thing with the songwriting is like, it's not going to be perfect the first time. And the first time you write 10 songs, they're not going to be the best 10 songs. You need to sleep on them a bit and you need to keep doing that. And, um, you'll, you'll just get better results and, and you'll, you'll figure out what you like and what you don't like out of those. Do you work better in the collaborative, uh, studio or do you, do you work better on your own? What, I know that's a tough, that's a tough question because there's, you know, downfalls of bands that are famous that just they can't work together and they so in terms of like writing lyrics i have to be to to to, you know really find something i'm really comfortable with i have to be on my own um but the melody the vibe you know the way that the song comes together um that i love being in a group for i love you know vibing off that energy and and then if they're you know the chords or the bridge goes on a whole whole different direction i'll love to just do like a voice memo of us jamming on it at practice and then go back on my own and then like really flesh out the lyrics later those words are just really important to me and i you know i get a little bit of like writer's block when you know you try to write lyrics on the spot spot. you know so um that part i like to do alone but in terms of the whole collective sound i like to be together well all right that brings up an interesting topic then because um I don't get to, it's summer and I don't get to talk with a lot of musicians around campus here too much. Uh, and so I come in here for the one hour a week and I just get to nerd out with people. So I love this. (laughs) 
but that that brings up a really nerdy topic. Which one is more important to you? Lyrics or melody? So, I mean, I went to school for for acting and I have always thought of myself as a storyteller first and foremost. Um, and so to me, the, the music, this is just me personally, the music's always about serving the song and serving the story. Um, and that's one thing that I've been trying to work on in my own personal music. Um, there's two things really, um, just going back to the simplicity of serving the song. Um, you know, I sometimes feel like, you know, when I'm trying to work with other people, I feel like I can't have a a song that's only four chords, you know, that's just not cool. But when I go back to what story am I really trying to tell, um, and then performing it, the other thing I'm working on this year is, uh, we used to say this on stage here now and for the first time, how do you keep each performance genuine and personal and like it was the first time when you wrote the words for the first time? So those are two things that I'm working on. And for me, you know, as a songwriter, as a storyteller, I think the the words are always the most important thing. Not that that has to be for everyone, but that's just my process. Yeah, I think it's good that it's not for everyone because you have these producers that grew up making beats and making just making music, maybe not with even um, with even lyric content. And they're so focused in on the music and making it sound catchy mm-hmm. that then they can collaborate with people like you who are more focused on the storytelling. And then that can come together. I mean, you look at big one in the news right now is Bernie Toppin and, uh, and Elton John, you know, just working on just the content of what is this going to be about mm-hmm. and then just working on the music and then putting those two together. And then that's when you can just get this amazing art. Right. It's true. You do need both. And that's what I feel so great about working with the band is that both of those elements are fulfilled, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, I always have this argument with people and I'm always like, melody 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 just that's my thing and i uh the people that i've had this argument with they're not as they're not as nice as you and they don't say uh this is just my opinion but it doesn't have to be everybody else's they're like no no you need to worry about your lyrics and i think it's good that people need a great balance of both and i think like we were saying collaboration and that is is huge um christina katone on the ryan pollock show you can follow her on uh on everywhere, right? Instagram, Facebook, everything. Where can we find you at on those? I'm not on Pinterest. <laughs> um, oh, that's good though. Yeah, so. you, uh, my handle is at Christina Catoni Music, and the band's handle is at Honey in the Forty Fives, the number forty five S, like the record size. Like the record size, that. yes, <laughs> not the thirty threes. Yeah. Honey in the thirty threes. Uh, we've got a, we've got a fun game coming up here, and I, I haven't told Christina about this. She, we were waiting, we were kind of preparing and stuff the first couple minutes before the show. And I was bent over down here, uh, on the side of the, the desk. She was kind of like looking over at me. I think she maybe thought I was throwing up or something. I was bent down, I was messing with some things. We've got some very interesting items that we're going to be, uh, be utilizing in this game and oh i think she's a little nervous i'm scared you can see her face <laughs> if you tune into our our facebook live uh yeah. at chicago's underground otherwise you're listening to the ryan pollock show here on wcrx fm don't go anywhere because we got a fun game coming up in two minutes talk to you then be sure to check out wcrx's variety of podcasts including focal point created in collaboration with the museum of contemporary photography 
Focal Point is a podcast exploring the artists, themes, and processes that define and sometimes disrupt the world of contemporary photography. Check it out. What are the rules with photographing buildings and and places where people lived their lives? And and what have you come across in doing that project? Yeah, I mean, I try to approach it in many ways in the same way. Um, I don't always have the same connection to that particular place that I might have with a connection with a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I try to approach projects that, yeah, that are about that are about buildings or it, it involve buildings as a way to talk about these other things um, in a similar kind of way. Available wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ryan Pollock Show on Chicago's Underground, 88.1 WCRX-FM. Welcome back to the Ryan Pollock Show here on WCRX-FM. Christina Catone, local Chicago musician, Honey and the 45 singer, singer of Christina Catone, her own solo act. She's got her uh, she's got her guitar all armed and ready. She was tuning on the break. Um, but first, we're going to play a game that I did not prepare her with. I did not <laughs> mentally prepare her uh, for this. So she this is the first time she's hearing about this. Uh, I thought of this today in class. Should have probably been paying attention to class. Instead, I was thinking about, like, what fun game can I play with Christina tonight on air? <laughs> and I thought of this. It's called, uh, oh, yeah, I have a little bit of theme music here for it, too. It's called Taste of Honey. A taste of honey, tasting much than wine. Taste of Honey. Who can think of the most words that rhyme with honey? You name the least. And you'll get a spoonful of vinegar. Oh. But you name the most, and you get a spoonful of honey. <laughs> she does not sound like she's ready for this game. But, Christina, I'll let you have the honors. Bunny. Bunny. All right, funny. Sunny. Runny. Uh, tummy. Sort of. Yeah, I'll count that. Uh, punny. Chummy. Money? M- um. Bunny. Oh, crap. I went out of turn. Oh, no. I think that means you, know you what get that vinegar. Means. <laughs> I get vinegar. Oh, no. All right. So we're going to take a second here. I'm getting vinegar. Now, the, now the fun part about, um, about this is that you want honey, which means you can either take the honey if you want or you don't have to. But the loser has to drink some vinegar. <laughs> I like this game. All right. Yeah. So right now on the Ryan Pollock show, you can see this on Facebook Live. I'm about to drink this distilled white vinegar. Now, I Googled earlier, too. I was like, is this going to hurt me? Is this going to, like, upset my stomach? They said the worst thing that happens is, like, if you keep doing it, it's bad for your teeth. <laughs> but uh, let me get you some honey if you want to partake in this. A little honey, a little spoon. Are we doing, like, you know... Oh, rap, she's going right rap. for the finger. I was handing her a spoon, but she's just oh, putting yeah, it right on the finger. Going she's going right into it. Mm. This is 5% acidity on the white vinegar. <laughs> We're going to do this. My boss here, he, he was like, you're crazy. Why would you do that? <laughs> but do it for the radio. Here we go. Got the water here. A little nervous. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> But I lost. It's great for your vocal cords. Out of tune. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I have. I have to admit, 
Is it really? Or are you just making that up? No, no, it's not good. Okay, yeah, because it burns. <laughs> so I have a list here of, of all the words that rhyme with honey. Oh, come on. Because, well, here's here's what I was thinking. Because I thought, I'm, you can't invite somebody down on your radio show and then make them drink vinegar. So, like, to make this, make this, I better rig this to where I can cheat and I can uh, I can go out of turn or something like that. So, <laughs> so for the record, I think I beat you, but I'm not going to make too. you. I'm not going to make you. I was stretching it. I was using like rap rhyme rules, like I know I orange was, porridge. <laughs> I was like talking with somebody in the studio earlier. I was. I get. I think I gave them. Which one did you say? Did you say crummy? No. What did you? Uh, I don't know. Oh, you did honey again. Chummy. Which oh. one did you say? Yeah, you said like something that. that rhymed really close, and I told yeah. them that, and they're like, that doesn't rhyme. In a song, it would. I know. That's what <laughs> I thought. Just bend it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about lyric content here, yeah. so this is perfect. Talking about content, I think we got another song. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink some water. What song do we have here? Uh, I think the song's going to be called Know You, because even though the chorus is hello, I'm not trying to fight with Adele. <laughs> Um, this is really new. It's maybe not even finished. Hello, you, Christina Cotone. <laughs> not going to fight with Adele on hello. <laughs> okay. I've been thinking of a reason to send you a note. Really, any little reason to just say hello. Hello. Hello, I want to know you Hello, I want to know you I've been thinking of a reason To get close like this Feel your breath on my skin And wait for a kiss Really, isn't it silly? God, I feel like a kid Nice to know that my heart still goes To whatever this is Hello Hello, I want to know you Hello, I want to know you Hello, I want to know Hello, you, Christina (laughs) Catone Uh, I try to stay away from this question as much as possible Just because I, I think it's like cliche and it's really annoying but what what's the inspiration behind that song let's talk a little bit about that she's um, got a big grin <laughs> she's got a big grin so this is gonna be a good answer uh, no i i wish i had a really 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 interesting story other than it's just about starting to get to know someone and feeling like you want more and you want to know them in a more intimate way and you want to have that closeness with someone um yeah, that's what it's well, about. Well, that sounds like you pretty much know what it's about then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not every song can mean something crazy, you know, intense or, you know. So, yeah, that's that's good. Uh, it's a very philosophical song about, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> about Adele. Yeah, about Adele. Do you save more 
uh, I don't want to say meaningful, but things that are more personal, do you try to save that more for yourself? Or do you, how much of that do you like to bring into the Honey in the 45s? Especially, I mean, I, I think that gets tough when you bring something that's really personal to you and people start making suggestions because you try not to be so, try not to be so uptight about it, but then it's something that's meaningful to you. So yeah. what do you, what do you do in those situations? I, you know, I just feel like at this point, I'm so open to, to criticism. Um, and I mean, if there's something that I don't agree with, I'll just be like, no, I'm not doing that, you know, but, and we have a way of communicating with each other where we're very honest. Um, but do I stay away from bringing in personal songs? I don't think I stray away from it other than I, if I just don't think that the song serves the band, I, you know, I like, I don't think that that particular song I just played would be a good honey in the 45 song. Um, just because I just don't think it's maybe the melody is not interesting enough for the band. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that's a really, um, difficult question to answer because I, I don't think I'm scared to bring in any personal songs. Um, but I, at the same time, I don't always bring them in. Yeah. I I would think that that would be tough to, uh, I've never wrote in a band but i would think that that would be tough to bring something if it was so meaningful lyric content wise or you know the chords we were talking about how much that stuff does play into it and you get attached to it especially if it's very personal yeah it might be tougher to bring that into a band and have them kind of like pick it apart and and offer suggestions and you're like no this is meaningful to me and this is how i wrote it yeah well it's also interesting i just trust them all as musicians so much so for example I had an idea for a course, and we haven't done anything with the song yet, but it's all about, like, following your dreams. Um, it's called On and On. And um, I brought in, like, my first verse and the chorus, and I completely trust the writing of Sonia and of John and, you know, said, okay, this is the mood of the song. This is the feel. This is the vibe. It's personal. You write your personal version of this for the next verse. And they did it, and what they wrote was beautiful. So there's a little bit of ecstasy and giving up you know, creative control, especially if you trust, you know, the musical integrity of the people you're working with. Yeah. Yeah. You're creative. Uh, I mean, you just multiplied by how many people, you know, the opportunity to get more content that, that might be catchy or might be good. Yeah. That's an interesting way to think about it. What I always ask, uh, this usually at the beginning, but I was going to skip it this week, but you look like a baseball fan. Are you a baseball fan? I'm a Cubs fan. All right. Yeah. Good. But right. I, I got on board just about the right time. Like, <laughs> I was one of those, I didn't pay too much attention. And then, and then November 4th, yeah, 2016. 16, yeah. <laughs> you were like, game seven. Yeah. And now I'm, you know, I'm totally into it still. So. Good. All right. I always, uh, do you have any siblings? I do. Yes. I have two sisters and I have an older brother. Okay. Yeah. Not to, uh, not to be sexist, but did, I'm assuming your brother maybe collected baseball cards. He did. Okay, yeah, good. I had a huge crush on Ken Griffey Jr. And I would steal that card from his collection all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any songs about Ken Griffey? No. Oh, no. all right. Maybe that's the maybe next that's, one. Yeah. But so you've seen baseball cards. You stole baseball cards. If you had a baseball card and said Christina Catone on it and you were, you know, like, you know, those cheesy pictures of them, <laughs> uh, especially back in the old days, they're just these uh, funny Made poses. 200 hits. Yeah. <laughs> 200 yeah. 200 hit hits. Ah, uh, that's funny. Uh, what would, what would it say on the back if it, if it had like a little bio of, you know, where you're from, what, what you like, what you do, and then just like a quick, quick rundown. Sure. I would hope it would start with artist. 
um, because I'm a writer, I'm a painter, musician, I've done some acting. Um, yeah, a storyteller for, you know, artist and storyteller. That's what I would hope it would say. Um, an innovator. <laughs> an innovator. <laughs> yeah. Where are you from? So I'm originally from, it's a small town called Edwardsville, but it's near St. Louis. It's still in Illinois. It's just across the river from St. Louis. So yeah, you're talking about sports and the blues, you know, that was a big deal for my dad. He's been a long time. Oh, so he's fan. a long time. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you, you probably, your dad's probably a St. Louis a Cardinals fan. Yeah. My whole family's Cardinals fans. Oh. I'm a Cubs fan. So yeah, it's, oh, it's fun. So you're jumping, jumping boats there. <laughs> <laughs> I am. What would you, what, what advice would you give to a younger Christina about, uh, about, about music and maybe songwriting or, or what to look out for in, in the business? Um, if you could go back and tell her one, one thing, what would it be? Don't I know try. that's a really no, I, deep question to I just think, throw on you. I think it would be don't try so hard. Like just be authentic and be in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you get the most the best art I think is when people are authentic and they yeah. they show their true colors. Yeah, don't try to be in the cool kids club. It doesn't, you know, serve you. Yeah. That's something that works for, for anything, uh not even just music. So that's a good piece of advice right there. I think that that's going to be a sound clip. <laughs> uh, we're listening to uh, Christina Catone. She's playing some songs down here. If you missed the performances, you can check her out on Spotify, her album Bow. It's a it's a picture of you taking a bow. It's, it's easy <laughs> to find. Uh, it's out everywhere. You can also just go to her website, ChristinaCatoneMusic.com, HoneyInThe45s.com, HoneyInThe45s everywhere on social media, Christina Catone. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and wrap it up. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Ryan Pollock Show here on 88.1 WCRX-FM. Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including Profiled, hosted by Kaylin Lohr, which explains the unique artistic endeavors of a plethora of students at Columbia College Chicago. Hear about each artist's inspiration, accomplishments, and goals. Check it out. That was the coolest moment of my life. I mean... First time with a wireless mic, first time I really experienced what it was like to move around and work a big stage and work a big crowd, and I think I got a little too excited at times. Um, Available wherever you get your podcast. This is the Ryan Pollock Show on Chicago's Underground, 88.1 WCRX-FM. All right, note to self, if you ever play a game again down here, don't drink vinegar on air. Drink this distilled white vinegar because I lost in a rhyming game to Christina. And, oh, man, I feel it now in my throat. If you missed it, you can hear it. I, I, I upload all of these episodes to uh, WCRXFM.com. You can check it out under the Ryan Pollock Show tab. And you can go back and listen to me drink this distilled white vinegar. Christina, she got to... She got to eat some honey. And I picked honey because it goes perfect with the fact that she's the singer of Honey in the 45s here in Chicago. Uh, now, we were talking off air because I played a song while we did that segment. It was this one. A taste of honey. <laughs> and I'm about to embarrass Christina because yes. she asked me, she asked me, she's like, who is this band? And I told her, I was like, this is a really, yeah, the really underground band from... <laughs> No, it's the Beatles. Um, and then we started talking about this new Beatles movie that was coming out. Oh, God. Don't watch. 
don't watch the previews for it. My opinion. I haven't seen the previews. I just heard some, you know, just heard some people mumbling about it. Well, good. You saved yourself from some cringe-worthy material. It, it's basically about. Do you know the the basis of the story of? I thought it was going to be like Paul McCartney. The yeah. <laughs> do you know um, the basis of the Beatles? Do I know the basis of the story? It's basically, I think what I heard was that you know nobody knows the Beatles songs except this and, one guy. Yeah, and so he like really you know releases their songs as if they're his and they're popular. Yeah, and then yeah. they're big. Um, yeah. Yeah, it just seems like it's a it's a stretch of a movie to me, and it uh, there's just like the preview. I'm a big Ed Sheeran fan, and he's in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and he's singing "Hey Jude" to him for the first time. And he's like, "That's great, but let's call it Hey Dude." Oh my gosh! Uh, I saw Ed Sheeran's in this movie. I was so pumped, and then I look at this, and I'm no. like, "No, <laughs> no, why do you have to do that?" So. Completely off the topic of Honey in the 45s or Christina Catone, <laughs> but we were talking about this on break. I thought this is interesting. We got to gotta talk about this a little bit. I had to call you out on that. So uh, we won't be seeing that movie? I I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> you should go see that. It's called Yesterday. Um, you can check it out. Maybe I'll post a little link to our Facebook page at Chicago's Underground. You can watch us on Facebook Live at Chicago's Underground. Uh, otherwise, Christina, thank you for coming in today to the studio. Thanks for coming down here, playing some tunes, talking about your music. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Such a pleasure. You're a great host. Good. Yeah, I didn't make you drink vinegar. Yeah. So that's always a, a good host thing to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. No Plus vinegar. it was fun to watch you. So. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, that made one of us because that, that was <laughs> disgusting. I'm going to go gargle some water after this. Uh, Christina Catone on Facebook, Instagram, at Christina Catone Music, at Honey in the 45s on both those as well. Website, Christina Catone Music.com. That's where you can get the latest music events. You got events coming up, right? Yeah, so uh, we've got some stuff going on with Honey. Uh, we're playing, actually, if, if anybody's familiar with the So Far Sounds, I can't disclose the location, but we have a link. So we're playing this Saturday, and there's a link you can apply for tickets. It's on Honey's Instagram. Uh, yeah, and then I think that we're going to be playing a House of Blues show later this summer. Uh, so stay tuned on that, likely in August, but I can't uh, release those details. All right, good. That's a that's yeah. a good venue. That's yeah. a big venue there. That's a good yeah. one to drop. All right, well, we'll keep up with you on uh, on all of your, your great things and keep great, making great music. Thanks so much. Did you enjoy the podcast? Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including The Career Class, hosted by professors Flora Bernetti and Lisa Hopkins Newell. The Career Class is about chasing success in contemporary America, fueling motivation and aspiration, and striving for growth in individuals' careers. Check it out. Um, But this chapter really kind of flipped me into thinking about, you know, seeking out people who are thinking differently. They, they're not in agreement with me. And instead of dismissing them, like, oh, okay, thanks, um, embracing them and going, talk to me a little bit about our difference, our disagreement, and using it as a way to learn something and adding it onto your knowledge instead of rejecting it, going, okay, they don't agree with me. They don't see my vision. You know, they're not. Available wherever you get your podcasts.